It's like one for the microphone, two for the camera, three for dead beats, vagabonds and panhandlers, street scramblers, alleyway managers, substance abusers, born losers, mic damagers. Everybody screaming, represented, keep it real, but I'm still a worthless bum trying to get a record deal. Pete my lingo, and every wise word the man speaks. I've been living on the streets and haven't showered for weeks, but time moves forward. There's no looking back. I'm homeless in pursuit of a record contract. I wish my whole crew was paid in full like Rakim's. Instead, we're malnourished with skeleton-like limbs. Instead of a Land Cruiser with BBS rims, I got a busted pair of boots, and they're not even Tim's. See, most MCs claim that their pockets stay knotted, putting money in the bank, but point blank, I ain't got it. I used to pump drums for money and lump sums, but now I snatch crumbs with a thousand young bums. I'm forever fresh. What I still possess remains measureless. My brain contains jewels and gems like a treasure chest. For deal, no lie, that's the real And I can't remember the last time I had a hot meal Society labels me a bum and that's right My crew keeps it tight Bums of the world, let's unite This one's for all the neighborhood bums To all my brothers in the gutters and the slums In every city, no matter where you're from To all my boys, make noise if you're a bum This one's for all the neighborhood bums To all my brothers in the gutters and the slums in every city, no matter where you're from To all my boys, make noise if you're Allow a Allow me to explain the mission, the pain infliction I entertain, so listen My style rocks just like King's Addiction MCs don't impress me, they know not to test me We'll be at each other's throats like Mr. Belvedere and Wesley Especially when rap rappers open up their mouth trap They know not to tangle with the bums from the outback some say you can't miss what you've never had The life of a bum really isn't half bad I'm never alone cause bums travel in packs Combining dope lyrics with underground tracks We rock the best shows Placing MCs on stress mode We can tell a fellow bum from his raggedy dress code We rock raggedy kicks and wear raggedy pants We rock raggedy mics and sing raggedy chants Like the bums have arrived to lay down the law The bum train is leaving from track number four The bummy engineer is the last emperor, hard rock like the thing from the Fantastic Four. See, most MCs rhyme about guns and shooting. I drop science on their domes just like Sir Isaac Newman. Big up the Q in Brownsville that never runs. Lift up your fist and shout. Long live the bombs. This one's for all the neighborhood bums. To all my brothers in the gutters and the slums. In every city, no matter where you're from. To all my boys, make noise if you're a bum. Crack your brew lights, your split. It don't make a dip, creamy like peanut butter Choosy mothers choose jip The true and living God is a man, not a myth It's the last emperor that you don't wanna fuck with I place mental lacerations and lesions On MCs in domestic and foreign regions I might be flat broke, but check the book of Ephesians The emperor switches up styles every season In the spring I do my thing, relax and that's it In the summer just like a pirate, I attack ships The winter may be my favorite one of all, but Jamal is a legend of the fall just like Brad Pitt I lyrically incite fights when I ignite mites of the right types and remain one of the trite types in the midst of cameras and bright lights no gadgets, no gimmicks, no tricks up my sleeve and I won't play the Superman role like Christopher Reed see, you can learn a lot from a dummy keep it real better yet in 96, let's keep it bummy being broke is no problem you don't have to rob but if you're frustrated cause you can't find a job have no fear, the Emperor's here to help you. Respect to all my bums, I'll catch you back at the shelter. Hey yo, Fiery Show gotta have an intro. It's a cool show with Jacob Autism. I'm a little bit worked. 
I'm going to say that right now because I've been at work. They extended my hours and made me work Thursday, which I saw we kind of had an understanding about that, but whatever. I'm still going to do this because somebody needs this show. I know for a fact somebody out there must need this. And I'm going to give that straight up to you because I understand what it's like to need something. All right, man, I understand. Back when I was a young lad, the thing I needed the most was to do hood rat stuff with my friends. <laughs> Fun fact about that kid, the, the same black reporter, the same on-the-scene black reporter, always reported on Lotarion. Like, like, like in the local news, it was always the same black reporter. You think he was tired of that shit? You think he was like a little bit tired? Like, I, I don't want to talk about Lotarion again. For the love of God, can't you get somebody else? Why is it always me that has to talk about this kid whenever he fucks up? Like, all the way from, like, the carjacking to when he got arrested. He, it was always he was always having to talk about Letarion. And I'm not trying to say it's racially profiling, but it's racially profiling. Not styling. I knew I had a way, I knew I had a way to sh save that. Fuck. But, you know, hey, another thing, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very much into the conspiracy talk, and uh, lizard people is an, is an interesting concept, because it's always just like somebody on television, like it's either a movie star, a musician, or probably the worst, a weatherman. How do you, how would you feel, all right? Put, put yourself in the shoes of the lizard person for once in your goddamn life, Alex Jones. Imagine for one moment you are an intergalactic warrior set to destroy the human race. And you come down disguised as one of their own. And imagine your friend over there, he's going to become Jay-Z. Your other friend over there, he's going to become Mel Gibson. Well, maybe he wouldn't like Mel Gibson after a while, but you know what I mean, right? And you, you, my friend, are going to become Klimpowski, Klimpowski of the WABN 22 News weather team. Like, imagine, imagine that's your goal. Everybody else is out there being like super famous or being politicians, you know, snorting coke, fucking hookers, all that good shit. And you have to trade Dumb little jokes with the correspondent team while you talk about the weather for 20 years. Like, like I, I, if, if you know a lizard person in your local city, I suggest you move because that man is going to start a genocidal murdering spree, the likes of which nothing has ever been seen when the, when the fucking leader decides to just take off the skin, man. I am serious. That guy is going to kill heavy that man is a murder machine speaking of murder machines uh joe biden everybody was scared about that that little speech he did everybody everybody shaking in their boots everybody worried everybody either demoralized or or it's time it's time to get it going boys it's time to get going it's time to get the bombs time to get the guns time to get everything is it time everybody is it time 
Yeah, basically pretty much that. Look, I'm not the type of guy that's going to say that everything is going to be hunky-dory and it's not even going to affect us in any way because, you know, something is going to go down. But in my opinion, this is not the call yet. 100% this is not it, Chief. 100% this is not it, Chief. I will keep saying that over and over again just to make it clear this ain't it. First off, the federal employees are mandated to get the vaccine. And let me just say this, I'm not one of those guys that thinks you're going to turn to a zombie if that shit happens. No, I'm just one of those people that really, you know, it's pretty obvious that there's a very big payday coming for these companies. A pretty unethical one, I would like to add. A lot of the stuff that they do try to do is against what a lot of people and, you know, Lots of, lot of doctors think. As much as I wouldn't trust the CDC, especially due to certain ties they have with certain groups that I am totally fine with ruling the entire world, by the way. You know, a lot of the stuff that the CDC posts runs counterintuitive to what basically a lot of these companies are trying to do, which is mostly stretching out the pandemic as long as possible. Along with that, there are definitely some bad actors trying to take advantage of this. And I'm not saying that the vaccine is 100% good to take. I'm not taking it. I think I, I looked at the risk and I realized that my group, not the worst thing, you know? A lot of people I know got it and they were fine. So... I'm just going to not take it at all for no reason. Not No reason will make me take it. So that is it. And also, you know, even the medicine they sell on TV has side effects. So <laughs> I'm not trusting this shit in any way, shape, or form. Thank you very much. Just me. All right. You want to take it? 100%. I 100% support your decision. As long as you are making the right decision, as long as you're making an informed one, that's all I care about. Make whatever decision you want. Go ahead, buddy. So, you know, first thing, mandated to all federal workers. I think I said that. Look, you kind of got screwed over there yourself, compadre. Have fun with that, you know. Also, the OSHA thing, it's ridiculous. OSHA is unable to handle what Biden is proposing 100% along with that 80 million workers right 80 million workers just like a quarter of that would really fuck up the entire company not even joking you know it's it's like People are saying that it wouldn't be that big of a dent. Yes, it would. Like, having this much unemployment, especially if, like, all 80 million people just decided I'm not going to work anymore. Like, <laughs> that isn't good. That is 100% not good. And I don't think Joe Biden or whoever is running the show, and let me just say this, if it is... If we do have a shadow president, this would be a really easy war. Anyone who's too pussy to come out is not that good of a dictator. Just saying. But I mean, you know, a lot of people are, are trying to, like, 
say that this is effortless in that case what's the point anyways you know fuck it let's all be homeless like i like there's a reason i play bums at the beginning that is the scenario we must create bums unite man bums unite oh no oh no the 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 salary man the 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 smart educated salary man is now homeless what is he going to do uh the drunk bum who runs the hobo camp He's going to dominate him so quickly. It's it's going to be insane. He he's going to have it's over for him. You're you're not sending drugs to society to be homeless. You're sending well-working Americans to be homeless and it's going to be a different type of person. Let me just tell you that right up front. I don't know what's going to happen, but it's not going to be just we're going to just get rid of everybody and it, it's all hunky-dory. That ain't how it's going to work. And most, and most of the people that are, like, very far on the line, you know, they were already out, outcasts to begin with. This really doesn't change much. Do I think there's going to be violence? You're going to have to come back to me on that one. I don't know. And I would not support such a thing. All right? I think there are ways that we can get rid of this without raising a single hand. One thing I also want to talk about is uh, pull... Paul definitely is all over this, and Paul, the the board on 4chan, it's an interesting little hodgepodge, because it is basically run, like the entire discussion, the entire post, most of it is run by companies, and this sort of goes back to my last episode, kind of talking about dead internet, you know, run by companies who really just want the worst for the people that actually browse Paul. Like, usually when I don't see people either fed posting or demoralizing, you know, demoralizing, like, you know, it's usually a a pretty racist, but ultimately a a sort of level-headed place, if not a little bit suicide-y, you know, like, it's nothing super crazy. You know, like you're, you're definitely going to get a bunch of radicals sooner or later on that website. But mo- most of the time when it's when I don't see very obvious, you know, sort of blue, whatever, like little firms entering into the website, you know, it, it's usually a normal place as normal as any anonymous board can get. And it's very interesting to just, you know, look at it. I don't really care about anything on it. I don't agree with anything on it, definitely. I just like to look at it because it is an interesting little experiment just to figure out who... Like, like seriously, just go on there for, like, a minute and, like, browse for a while. You can easily figure out who's a robot, who's a shill, paid shill for some company, and who's just a normal guy who happens to think Jews run the world, you know? Like, it is a pretty interesting and somewhat sobering experience. It's also, you know, it's 4chan, so you're not going to get, like, completely normal. But, hey, I don't agree with completely normal anyways. One of the funniest arguments I think I found on that website was... Oh, they're, they're just going to replace you. They're going to replace you with scabs and immigrants. 
Really? Really? The 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 the, the high corporate job that they're just going to get going to get Muhammad to do that. They're going to get Ahmed and Pedro and all those people. You know, the 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 former potato farmer Pedro. They're going to get him to do the taxi turns. Really? That that's your that's your thing. Like that is not <laughs> You know this. You you should know this. Like Anyone who is actually trying to make that argument, I am sorry, but that is the dumbest thing ever. You have way better ammunition than that. You have to. Like, you legit have to. That is trash. Seriously. Oh, and, and scabs. That's even funnier. Who, who's going to run it? You're, you're going to get the college kids who all have to take the vax. You're going to get them to run it. Listen, the people that own those companies are boomers, and they... Truly, deep down, their hearts know that those kids could not compete with what they used to have. All right, and it probably wouldn't even be that much. Most of these kids, you know, they want to be entrepreneurs or they want to get into tech. They're not going to care about some low-meaning office job. All right, everybody's watched Office Space. It's completely devoid of anything, really. Anyone who is smart would definitely try to fight for these people because nobody wants to work in that place anymore. You know, like I would rather work in some of the most lower class areas like, like I do kind of now, you know, than ever in my entire life go anywhere near an office job. God, no, man. Thank you very much. Never, ever. All right. There are people who are willing to work in farms or work in construction, you know, the scabs and the immigrants and whatnot. Nobody legit, I think, either understands what an office job is. And that's not me being racist. Like, it's not exactly the most corporate places in the third world, just saying, unless, you know, India. But that's a rising power, isn't it? Real rising right there. I, I don't, I'm not racist, but come on. India is kind of fucking weird. Like, you, you have to admit that, please. Just admit that India is kind of a little bit weird, alright? But yeah, no. Just stop sounding racist. Like, like, jobs like farming and, you know, construction, that makes sense. Especially to someone like me. That, that means something that involves infrastructure and agriculture. That's important. What's an office job to, like, the, the common man? Like, like the super common man. Like, the outside of, you know, Western society common man. It's just, it's just fucking dull, you know? Like, even if they do have people, I don't think anybody's going to be chomping at the bit to work in Intel. In the, or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? That's just my opinion, you know? Definitely stay alert. Definitely stay alert. But overall, I really don't care. Joe Biden is weak right now. And he's going to continue to look weak. And I really do not see this guy lasting another term. Or even this term, maybe. So, you know, just stay alert. Stay vigilant, like always. But understand this. It is a waste of time. 100%. Anyways, uh, we got a little bit more political news, and then we're actually going to talk about something meaningful on this show. So, uh, 
a little bit more hip-hop, and we'll be right back with The Cool Show. The reason why you bleed for greed, ready to diss your own brother at breakneck speed. That'll be the reason why you bleed for greed, ready to diss your own brother at breakneck speed. That'll be the reason why you bleed for greed, ready to diss your own brother at breakneck speed. That's getting played out. How many clowns must I lay out before you realize real skills to never die? Everybody got dreams of making cash money, to have a mansion in the yacht, to drive a 190E. But you're dissing all of those who showed your loyalty. You're paying hosts for spending time and buying Hennessy. You're never thinking of the issues of community. Flashy idiots are destined to be casualties. Treachery is all I see, and it's a goddamn shame. We broke the bonds of slavery to carry brand new chains. Three for money. That'll be the reason why you bleed for greed. Ready to diss your own brother at breakneck speed. That'll be the reason why you bleed for greed. Ready to diss your own brother at breakneck speed. That'll be the reason why you bleed for greed. Ready to diss your own brother at breakneck speed. Please. I keep it moving. I'm trying to build the future for my seed. What petty niggas killing for greed. I'm trying to get this money and weed. And stay positive because I want to live. While niggas trying to act like they're ready to die. I'm getting high. Trying to map out my plans, keep it on the low. But some nigga always running their mouth, tapping the jaw, niggas tapping the jaw. Trying to get what I got, get bit by my rock. Hey yo, that'll be the reason why you bleed for greed. Ready to diss your own brother at breakneck speed. That'll be the reason why you bleed for greed. Ready to diss your own brother at breakneck speed. That'll be the reason why you bleed for greed. Ready to diss your own brother at breakneck speed. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't take pride in the downfall of others. I'm just very happy when it happens. Uh, Gavin Newsom and Andrew Cuomo, the kings of the flyover states, are one is already dead and the other one is one foot in the grave. Philosophically and politically, I mean, but you know what I'm saying. Now... A while ago, I had a little show called The Podcast of Anything Goes, where I covered a few topics. At one point, it was going to be like a little anthology thing until I decided to move it to news, which I kind of regret. But ultimately, the second episode of that experiment was about New York and California, the great 
cities where opportunity happens. I did the show with Man, this is this is awkward. This is a first for me. I don't know who I did the show with now. I forgot. I really did. I don't I can't remember his name. I cannot remember his name, you know? He he uh it started with a B. It started with a B. His name started with a B. I am very sure about that. His name started with a B, all right? But B I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't a B. Uh, all I can really tell you is that uh, my my old co my old co-host, you know, he was Holy shit, I can't remember anything about that guy. Well, I guess it's not important anyways. So, yeah, I did the show podcast of Anything Goes by myself. And uh, I decided to talk about New York and California and all the problems it had. But I didn't really go into detail about the culprits of such amazing cities in our United States of America. First, let's talk about the guy that, you know, is already slayed. Andrew Cuomo. Cuomster. The major key proponent the major major homosexuals out there you know about Andrew Cuomo you know people say that the propaganda comedy that comes out now is uh not that funny but other than the over-reliance on ironic comedy a little bit too much I don't know the bit where everybody talks about how much they wanted to fuck Andrew Cuomo and then he turns out to be a molester. <laughs> I don't know. That's funny to me. That's a that's a very funny bit. And, you know, I think Kemmel deserves a little bit of praise for that one. Uh, it, 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 the joke took way too fucking long. I'll admit that. Took way too long. The punchline needed to be, uh, you know, it needs to come together a little bit quicker. But other than that, you know, it's an alright joke. It's a nice little joke. It's pretty, pretty cool, you know? So, yeah, uh, Andrew Cuomo, you know, he, uh, he, he, has, he has sex with a lot of women, uh, not consensually or whatever, you know? Uh, you know, the <laughs> sexual assault can mean so many things nowadays, and uh, I'm not even going to touch that. So, yeah, he, he messes around, and that's able to convince people not to care about, you know, the old people that died, but hey, you know, shit happens, right? Shit happens, it's New York. What are you going to do about it? Hey, couple of old broads get knocked the fuck out. What the fuck's the problem with that, eh? Uh, yeah, my, my Italian needs a little bit of work. Thank you for uh, telling me. But yeah, it's a... Uh, it is a pretty, pretty bad time to be Cuomo. Uh... I don't know if he's completely done. I mean, even Anthony Weiner had a second go at it. So, we'll see. We'll see what the future holds for Cuomo. Bill de Blasio is a creepy fuck. Uh, I, I just want to say that also. Like, like the little, like, adverts or PSAs he did to convince people to get the vaccine. I'm sorry. Like, that shit is just weird to me. Like, he, he's he's eating a cheeseburger. He's like, oh, yes, this is, this is great. Every time you every time you get vaccinated, sing about cheeseburger. Sing about cheeseburger. And also the comic thing was was just goofy. Nobody reads comics anymore, Cuomo. 
the kids ain't lining up for that one. Most of the kids already got vaccinated by their parents anyways, so it doesn't really matter. So yeah, that that happened. Andrew Cuomo uh, got got a little bit too handsy. Got a little got a little bit too handsy. People were saying, "Oh, he 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 was the best. He was the best. He was better than better than Trump during the COVID response." And it's like, yeah, but unlike Trump, he he couldn't get away with being a handsy fuck. So, I guess there's some things you don't excel at, you know? A few things. Just a few. So, yeah. Cuomo. Cuomo in the doghouse. It's pretty much over for him, for the most part. Like I said, anything can happen in this crazy, messed up world. But, most likely, we're not going to see anything super serious from him. Uh, Another person who, the verdict's still out, but definitely this is the... uh, Nail in his coffin. At least one of them for sure. Is uh, Gavin Newsom. Gavin is not that well liked in California. It doesn't matter what he does. does not matter how much he screams. Or how much he acts like a shitty Bond villain. People just do not. You know they don't recognize. Or understand Gavin Newsom. And they don't know how to really just. You know, except Gavin in their hearts. And he's having a real tough time, you know. First, it was the black guy who got, who, who threw the bottle of water at him. And uh, you can hear more about that in the uh, show I did with Jack Klassen. Just me and Jack Klassen, by the way. I, it was a great show and I it was probably the most fun I've had in a while. And, you know, I remember that show. I remember the person on that show very clearly because Jack Klassen is a cool dude. Enough said. But, you know. <laughs> I ain't got no dog in any fight, but <sighs> some people just have it, you know? Some people just gotta get it. That's all I'm gonna say. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Gavin gets hit in the head with water bottle and Crenshaw trying to talk to the, uh, Young business owners who somehow were able to uh, get past all the bullshit red tape he's put in front of even just starting, you know, even just owning a plot of land, it seems. Also, we got a lot of the laws that really just sort of delegitimize, you know, AIDS and pedophilia, you know, giving people AIDS and also pedophiles. That's that's great. That's a... uh, that's a great way to uh, fight back. Just just give them a little more. Uh, just go down there. Keep going down there until it gets to a slap on the wrist. Just keep going down there, man. But somehow people aren't, you know, in, in a city that, a country, state, you know, whatnot. In a state where everybody is trying to get the hell out of it. You know, where a good proportion of the population is homeless and living in hobo camps. I might be going to one of those if uh, it turns out I'm wrong and Biden is about to go hellfire on the mandates. But, hey, you know, it might be fun. You know, the uh, the whole thing, right? It, the You know, California is just getting worse and worse by the year. And, you know, all these companies are moving as well. Elon Musk 
fucking left. One of the like biggest like names back in the day still is kind of in like the business ex like technology world. You know, he's he's fucking done. I think he left right. You know, and for some reason people want to recall Gavin Newsom. And the person that they uh that they that they chose was a radio host by the name of Larry Elder. There is a chance for me, guys. There is a chance. So, you know, that that's who they're choosing. A black dude, no less, which is uh re- really puts Kevin at a at a like this is the perfect guy. This is really the perfect guy because it, it's hard to really, like, play the race card, you know? It's hard to, like, make Gavin, you know, make him look like the, the white savior, especially since all the black people just want to throw water bottles at his head for some reason. You know, the, uh, <clears throat> Gavin really, 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 you know, he, he's, he's, he's not looking so good. He's, he's breaking down. He's, like, you saw that one thing where he talks about like all the goodies, son. Like, hey, hey, look, look at this. Why, why are people talking about the uh, about the about the hundreds and hundreds of people in 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 homelessness, hundreds of thousands of people? When I got a couple of thousand, you know, in houses, how how that's going to work out later on? I don't know, but they're in a house. They're not homeless anymore. We gave them a house. You know, like it, it's definitely a. Uh, Interesting thing, and and to give Gavin the the benefit of the doubt, and you know maybe he is doing good for, you know his con for his state for for everything you know. Look, the guy is, for the most part, if he is if these programs are doing good, good for him, but they aren't working that well. Like, they aren't. That's why nobody wants to be around there. Like, I'm trying to remember this one story about this guy who just wanted to open up, like, some, like, like, the air putt thing. I can't remember the name. Like, you you know that game where you throw the ball in to the uh, hole, you get 100 points, the higher you go, better, better timing, quickness, or whatever you have, you get more points and you get tickets and... You you buy you try to buy the hat or whatever thing. You try to buy the little funny hat, but it, it's too expensive. Fuck fuck Chuck E. Cheese, little bitch. You know, like that guy had to go through like hoops and hoops of fucking red tape, and also like there were like social activists who were trying to get it like taken down. Like it it was crazy. You know, nobody wants to live there, and. <laughs> Like, Gavin is just not doing a good job. Do I think that the uh, recall is going to go through? Well, let's just see when the trucks come. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I'm not saying that, that you know, the, the little strategy that was pulled during the election night. If there was a strategy anyways, I'm just, I'm just spitballing here. I'm an entertainer, by the way. You know. It, I don't know if they will use it for everybody, especially as someone like Gavin Newsom, you know? Like, here's the thing. I could see it going either way with this whole recall. Do I see Larry Elder taking over, kicking out Gavin? Maybe. It's a possibility, you know? Gavin definitely 
isn't in the best of light. Do I see him miraculously pulling through? Kind of. Because he could pull through, but his political career is in shambles. And if he did decide to run in 2028, if we even still have elections at that point, for, you know, a very reasonable reason, <laughs> you know, I don't see Gavin Newsom in any capacity, like, say for instance, trying to run for president. I, I don't see him, like, even getting close, you know? Like, people, it would be way easy, like, just very easy to just completely and utterly embarrass Gavin on a national stage. Like, it would not take that hard, especially if he's breaking down the way he is right now. Like, this guy is not ready for prime time. Let's just put it that way. And after this, you know, I don't even think he's going to be, be governor for that long, even if he does pull through this. He, there's no way he's going to be, like, sir, he's going to be in it for life, like a lot of other people, like, the guy is just too screwed right now, man. Too screwed. Speaking of screwed, I got a little message to one quote-unquote innovator in the industry. This is probably my most important segment on this show right now. So, we'll be right back for that. It's Southern Smoke. Yeah. I'm guessing you too old oh, And this is yeah. the life that oh. I lead From AM to PM Hey yo, I 
Stay up every evening, write that shit that they believe in. DJs running, they approach me and there's praise I be receiving from the night before. At the club, fake ID, my record spin. Got me dancing right outside since these niggas won't let me get. Yeah, kiss again, slip around the back and get it cracking. All the bottles wrapped in cellophane and party where the best have been. Underground, nickel F, that niggas in next to win. Virginia gon' rep for him and Memphis represent for me to the 10th degree. Tennessee, see that to the country, y'all. Orange man and white haven and back up north to Montreal. I ain't Shame. My city ain't on the map. People get to think of when they like that fire. Realize they ain't wanna rap. So they give it up and they pass the torch and sell they soul. For enough though to give cash and storage. Maybe you can bring their career back. But these niggas right here ain't trying to hear that. Cause I'm on set. Make it work. Break even on nine to five. Cigarettes and lotto tickets. Trying to keep that grind alive. Home my uncles. They hit the casino when they get their check. My cousins. They paint. They slats and popping suits to get respect. This can't be life. Dominoes and chief and drawing 20 sacks. Single mothers phoning cheaters just to get their honeys back. Purple dreams. Making trips to Kroger just to get their money stacked. Rest in peace to scummy, this reality not funny rap. You think it's funny to these youngers suck a bunny, pull the jack rabbit out and get the screaming where the money at. It looks, we go through some shit. You cut us a check, then we go do some hits. And you show us respect, then we'll say you legit. And this is the life that I lead from AM to PM. I'm trying to get that cash and watch that tall and grow. Soon as we get the ass, we start calling them hoes. The concept you don't grasp, I'm guessing you too old. And this is the life that I lead from AM to PM. I want to like hip hop. I really do. Hip hop is, in my opinion, my favorite genre. A lot of. You know, other genres I do like, and a lot of it, you know, like, like, I like a lot of shit, alright? I'm, I'm a big music fan. I like any type of music, mostly any type of music, you know? But at, at a certain point, especially nowadays, it's getting harder and harder to really justifiably enjoy this genre, 100%, because it, it's getting to a point... Where I think it is getting, you know, just basically destroyed from within side, you know? Back in the day, you didn't wonder who made the song, alright? From the late 1980s all the way to, at the very least, the early 2010s. Every single... Mostly every single artist, especially the ones that mattered, and I don't just mean like the mainstream ones, I mean from mainstream to the underground sensations, to the pop beer acts, to the more standard sound, you know, every single one of those people, like, you did not, like, wonder if Hammer, t if, you know, fucking Ice Ice Baby or Can't Touch This were made by the same person. They were in the same sort of area and genre of rap, and a lot of people sometimes unfairly grouped them together, you know. MC Hammer was definitely a lot more important than Vanilla Ice, of course. But, you know, you didn't wonder about that, you know. DMX, Jay-Z, Ja Rule, 50 Cent, Eminem, all of them were different people, and all of them had a different sound, alright? Every single one of those people were unique in their own way you know they all had their brand and aesthetic because that was the point you were you dmx wanted to sell more than everybody else ja rule wanted to sell more than everybody else jay-z wanted to sell more than everybody else that was the thing 
And nowadays, everybody is the same. Everybody has the same boring-ass beats, the same boring-ass sound, and it is just annoying. It is really annoying. There's no interesting dynamics in anything that is going on, alright? You can, like, listen to a mix on, let's say, Spotify. Spotify has a mix has a playlist called Rap Caviar. There is a chance that if you listen to that and you don't even look at the people on, you know, the playlist, you might find a few people that might sound the same, a little bit too much on that thing, you know? A little bit too similar. And back in the day, that was a death sentence, all right? There were rappers who sounded just like other rappers, and even if they were trying to do like a different flow, cadence or whatever, like, it was instantly, like, you were, like, trash. You weren't shit. You weren't anything, you know? Like, uh, uh, like going back to it, Jaw Rule. Jaw Rule, you know, I think gets a bad rep because of certain beasts and certain situations, right? But Jaw Rule, like, he had his own sound. But people always said that he sounded too much like Tupac because he took some inspiration from him. And that kind of fucked his career up because people just looked at him as like a poppy like replacement Pac that nobody wanted even though he was endorsed by a couple of people from, you know, Pac's life like, you know, Hussein Fatal. But other than that, you know, it, he was just looked at as like a Tupac clone and instantly like his credibility started to drop, you know. And that's the thing. Everybody now sounds like everybody else, and that's considered cool, you know? You make something that sounds like blah, 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 you know? It's like, oh, yeah, that that's amazing. You definitely got his style down to a T. That's cool. Although some people do get called out from it from time to time. A, a guy called Kid Boo basically got a, a lot of flack for sounding like a bunch of different SoundCloud artists, but... His name was Kid Boo. What did you expect? Excuse me for a minute. I was trying to sneeze right there. I was trying to sneeze and it didn't come out. Don't you hate it when that happens? Don't you hate it when that happens? You're ready for a good sneeze and you either just get yourself breathing in or you get a cough and it's just, it's just mind boggling, you know? Another thing mind boggling, once again, hip hop. And there's a lot of things that we can try to do. But ultimately, discouragement is kind of not one of those things. Especially on a, like, large scale. I remember back in 2010 when a lot of this music that was coming out that was a little bit more hipstery or a little bit more, I guess, dumbed down compared to, like, stuff in the 90s was basically getting criticized. All the old heads... We're basically saying all this stuff is trash, it's garbage, you, you know, it ain't like ain't like a good boom bap over some biggie lyrics. And what ended up happening is uh, a lot of that got worse, like 100% worse. People didn't fuck with Kid Cudi, like the, the autotune crooners like, are definitely way worse because at least Kid Cudi could be bothered to write a good song. All these guys, they don't know how to write anything that isn't about their pill addiction or their fucked up relationships that ultimately end up in 
just terrible places for them. So there's that, right? And then, of course, there's, like, people hating on the internet. People like Charles Hamilton is definitely one of them. One guy I will always champion. I will always champion that guy. Basically told that, oh, all the, like, little outbursts and gimmicks and whatnot, which really wasn't him. He was just legitimately fucked up mentally in the head. And people didn't understand that, right? Like, and now we have 6ix9ine who is good for a laugh, but cannot make a good, like, a, a solid album to save his life. Like, not good, not amazing, just something solid. It's always a mess. It's always uninteresting. It's just, I'm 6ix9ine, and look how crazy I am, and look at my hair. Like, he's a unique brand, yes, but he's also just a brand. Like, he, he, like at least with DMX, like, he was a loud, crazy, kind of, like, just dangerous guy, right? But at least he made a fucking album that you can listen to front to back and enjoy. Like, people are either gimmicks and they don't have anything else, or they're, like, just boring people that copy off of anybody, everybody else. And there's a million things, alright? There's a million things we can try to do to save hip-hop right and some of it is probably just a waste of time but there's at least one thing i can think of one person that tops above everybody else in you know the industry and whatnot a guy who really needs to be told one word no and that man is kanye west Anyone who works for his record label, Good Music, or works near him, or is friends with him, uh, even, like, young artists who look up to him, who are getting the chance to, like, listen to his projects, or, like, do a song with him, I, I legit want you, for, for one moment, doesn't matter if it fucks your entire career up, if enough people do this, alright, if enough people do this, it, it might at least put some like section of music back on the right track all right just tell them no let me explain all right because some people probably don't get this some people just think of kanye west as that crazy dude who thinks he's a genius or whatnot and it it goes back a little bit deeper right kanye west when he first came out like a lot of artists that some artists not all, but some artists, like, best material was definitely before they got signed. Because they were at their most hungry and their most potent. And they would try to do anything. And I mean anything to get on. And that usually meant wrapping their fucking asses off. Alright? And, you know, Kanye West was definitely a unique character. Because, first off, he was a beat maker and a rapper. And that probably has been done before but he was probably the first mainstream beat maker turned rapper like out of all of them because Kanye West started doing started by doing beats for Jay-Z his uh mentor and then he went on to rapping and his first three albums no matter where he was on the totem pole 
He was the fucking hungriest. He was the most, I want it all. He wanted everything. He wanted to prove to this world that he wasn't just a good beat maker. He could rap as well. And he could write. And he could touch your fucking soul. And he can speak on an issue in this world with a, with a great sense of clarity and intellectualism. And he did that. For the first three albums, those were what he did. And then he went on to two albums that really defined his career. The first one was 808s and Hearts and Heartbreak. And if if you're wondering why all these people, you know, you're hearing rap one minute and now they're all singing badly on autotune, you, you can sing Kanye for that. But the difference between this and difference between those people and of course Cuddy and everybody else is that Kanye West can write a fucking song, alright? Street lights, Robocop, Paranoid, Heartless, like he can write a song. It might not be your favorite song, but he can actually write a song compared to some of these guys, you know? And then you have my beautiful Dark Twist of Fantasy, which is where it sort of went left but it was still good at that point it was still good because Kanye West still had a drive a ambition and of course people telling him no Kanye West made an album that really I think especially in like the mainstream beyond just rap people legit like the critics and anybody who understood music at least pop music really gravitated towards you know and uh, that's when it sort sort of went off the rails because Kanye West was then set with a bunch of people who did not tell him no because he did so good proving himself multiple times before and there is a really good quote by Peter Gabriel that I will read to you right now I've always benefited from having clear rules because I think giving an, giving an artist total freedom is castrating. When you say to an artist that they can't do something, that's firing them up. We need an obstruction in a way. What that means is that any, like you have to have some sort of obstacle. You have to have some sort of struggle. Kanye West is a musical genius who doesn't have to deal with anyone. And to anybody who, who who thinks Kanye is so great and amazing and his art is great and amazing and whatnot, that seems, all right, that seems like a great thing. He can do whatever. But understand this, he can do whatever, all right? You remember those songs that he released, you know, other outside of his album, like ecstasy, Kanye versus the people, lift yourself, like just just him jerking off for the most part, right? Just him like having a jerk at it, right? It those were just like that's just a sign of a guy who doesn't really need to care about anything, and it's scary, especially since as of late, it's been leaking onto his actual album. So let's go down this after. After Yeez, after Dark Fan, fucking hell, after Dark Fantasy, alright, <laughs> the uh, the man himself, like, 
His next album was Yeezus, alright? And Yeezus is a joke of an album. People like to put it as experimental, but it really isn't. So many other artists were doing this before him. And other than a few, few choice tracks, right? It's mostly a unbalanced, just bizarre mess that has Kanye sort of indulging in the romanticism of the glamour and addiction of being famous that he completely dismantled on his last album. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was the Being Famous Fucking Sucks album and Yeezus is the I'm Rich and I Don't Give a Fuck album. And it's unbelievable, really. Like, just really unbelievable. And then after that, we get The Life of Pablo. And The Life of Pablo is a Kanye album is it's an album that wishes it was dark fantasy like down to everything the way it looks the way it was recorded like the different like things it tries to do it, it definitely is an album that wishes it was dark fantasy but is very clearly not like in no way shape or form is it anything like dark fantasy it is definitely at times a little bit un a little bit uncontrollable doesn't have that well of a structure in fact the structure was moved around multiple times this is like probably the first album that had like updates to it like a video game like there were updates to this album and it was just a mess right and then we have what else we we have the uh we have the like little recording sessions which were fucking lazy all right like, everybody had, like, an eight-track album. And, uh, you know, Pusher T, like, one of the people on his label, had an album. Uh, he had an album, Kid See Ghost, which is, like, an album with him and Kid Cudi. Like, really, it should have just been, like, I guess a comp, you know? It really just should have been a comp. It really should... But, yeah, just focus on Kanye and also Kid Cudi. Because Ye is a unfocused raw like piece of work and while i think it's better than what would later happen i you know it's definitely not an album that like there are very few tracks i would come back to it on all right like there's only two tracks that i would really get back into kids see ghosts is overrated i'm sorry that album is you know after re-listening to it a few times that album is sorely overrated it's not as insane or inventive as people think it is and now we have the current problem which is donda <laughs> this is not even an album people and this is what i'm so angry about people love this fucking thing and i don't know why all right even kanye said that this was just prematurely re released obviously because oh my gosh i forgot i forgot about jesus as king wow wow that's that's amazing all right an album i think everybody who was christian especially me was very happy for and we forgot about it ain't that ain't that something ain't that something we forgot about it like and it's easy to see why it's definitely now, looking back on it, it's a vanity project. Also, 
Sunday service was probably one of the best things he's discovered in a while. Like, the that album that they released was really good, and people were saying, like, oh, it should have been, like, a gospel mixed with hip-hop. Like, no, no, fuck that. All right? It was a standard gospel album, and it was amazing because of that, because they are an amazing fucking choir. So, yeah. Jesus is King. It's, uh, it's a mess. Uh, Clothes on Sundays is fucking hilarious. Uh, Follow God is, uh, is alright. It's a it's a nice little rap beat and whatnot. But yeah, uh Donda 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 Donda. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he, he basically said this thing was prematurely released, which is a lie. Alright, it's a complete utter lie. It's just a little marketing tool, if I'm being honest. And it it is still it is still incomplete, in my opinion. The album is bloated and messy. Like, just to the, like, core of it. Like, there's a few bright moments where it seems like the album is is turning around. But it, it's, it's completely followed up by more bloated mess. Like, it is, like, they have part twos of it. Like... They have second versions of it on the same album. It, it's very telling that the thing was not complete. And he just decided to reset it as it was because he's Kanye. And nobody tells Kanye no anymore. And it is frustrating to hear people praise this album. When we know for a fact Kanye has done better. And this is... Barely even scratching the surface of all the albums post Jesus. Like the albums post Jesus are fucking amazing compared to this thing. Alright? Amazing. And this thing is just so, so trash. It's so terrible. Like I don't even understand how people are saying that this is anywhere good. Or it beats Drake's album. Alright? Drake's album does sound like a regular Drake album, but at least it was an album. This is not an album. And some of the takes I've heard about this are just irritating, alright? Like, just irritating. Kanye fans bought into the myth, alright? Way too fucking hard. Back in the day when Kanye was just being ridiculed by all the media outlets and whatnot... You know, we stood by him because we understood the type of person Kanye is or what we thought Kanye was. It definitely turns out that what all these publications are saying are starting to come true. All right. But we understood that while he was a little bit full of himself, he he was a genius. He was a genius musically and in all other ways, if I'm being honest. And now, like, listening to this, it's obvious that they don't realize that Kanye West is just screwing up, deliberately screwing up, because nobody's there to tell him no, like I said about the Peter Gabriel quote, alright? If you tell me that any album, past Yeezus and After, that Kanye has made is better than So by Peter Gabriel, I'll slap you in the face. That is stupid. Alright? Like, the dumbest takes I've heard, like, people are saying, like, 
yeah, like, in comparison to Drake's album, like, yeah, Drake had the better bars, but, you know, Kanye had the better experience. That, that means nothing, alright? I can, there are album, there are bad albums with amazing experiences just to behold the train wreck. But that doesn't mean it's better than something that is actually well-crafted and has a final form, alright? And I think the dumbest thing, and this really just captures everything, is that someone said that, yeah, it's bloated and unfocused, but it's also something you would never hear from another person. Fuck off. Fuck off, alright? This is not... Like, you cannot praise a guy for failing. I'm sorry, do not praise this man for failing. He failed. And we need to tell this guy no. We need to make our voices heard. Because the few bits of good show that Kanye West could still make great music. He can still make great music. But we decide to just let it slide because we think... He's a genius and because he is amazing and changed her life and blah, 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 blah. All right. Kanye West, for everything that he's done, and we are grateful, we cannot just hold this man unaccountable for releasing bad music. And maybe if we try to explain in some way, shape, or form that Donda is not the album that we want. Hell, it's not the album that his mother would want. This is an album in tribute named after his fucking mother, and he's giving us a subpar experience. What the fuck? That's really all I, uh, all I have to say on this episode, okay? I talked about some politics, and admittedly, I'm a little bit more optimistic about certain things. I probably shouldn't be, but listen... Everybody else can be negative about their shit, and that's fine. Whatever. I get that. But, you know, I like to at least mix it up, and I like to at least give somebody something else to sing about other than just, like, oh, it's fucking over for us. Like, you know, because, really, most of the, like, any group of people trying to take over the world, most of them fail. And if they don't fail, God's coming back, and uh, we all need to hope and pray. But hey, it's all just dumb internet shit, folks. Don't take it too seriously.
情。